See, it used to be a time we were responding in the flesh or with carnal nature. We would tell them off or give them a piece of our mind. But now we got peace that passes all understanding. That means that when they say something, we're not moved by what they say. We're more moved by the word of God. And so we respond in a way that is godly and not in a way that is ungodly, not out of the flesh, not carnal nature. And that's an example of the word working in us. You're now in tune to the Heaven Bound broadcast with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia. Now prepare to be empowered and equipped with the rich word of God. One powerful scripture I want us to go to is in the book of Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 11. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 11, which reads as follows. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It should not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Again, let's look at Isaiah 55 and 11 a little bit closer. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it's going to accomplish. What I mean by accomplish, it's going to prepare some things. It's going to produce some things. It's going to put some things in order in the area where he pleases or where he desires. And it shall prosper. It's going to make progress. It's going to cause success to happen in our lives. It's going to advance us or give us the advantage in areas of our lives. Many of us can testify that Isaiah 55 and 11 is true in our lives. And we saw it and we're seeing it manifest in our sisters and brothers in Christ. I see it manifesting in you in the orange and you in the black and you in the yellow, you in the green and so forth. The word is working in us as well as through us. We're experiencing, we're experiencing God's word in ways that causes us to grow and to mature spiritually, mentally, emotionally, as well as financially. See, the Lord sends his word with purpose. And at times, his word is preparing us for our current situation and what lies ahead. See, God will prepare his word to give you something to deal with today and also what it will prepare you for tomorrow. And see, there are times his word is producing things in us despite what we're dealing with. See, the word is not moved by your natural circumstances. You can be going through in your body. You can be going through financially. You can be going through mentally. But his word is going to still produce in your life peace and comfort and favor and wisdom. It'll give you insight as well as whatever else you need in order to be victorious. And some of us can testify to the fact that when you've been going through some of your roughest trials, it was the word of God that caused you to overcome it. 
It was the word of God that caused you to get the victory. It was a word. You might not have even heard the word at first because your mind was so wrapped up in what you were going through. But all of a sudden, the word broke through all of that stuff you were dealing with. And that word gave you the victory in that situation. You was about to get fired, but the word broke through. You was about to leave your loved one, but the word broke through. You was about to tell them, give them a piece of your mind, but the word continued used to work on each and every one of us. Therefore, his word is producing understanding in us, understanding of him, understanding of each other, and also understanding of ourselves in the midst of good times as well as challenging time. And my question for us, all of us, and I'm still working on this myself, how am I responding in my situation? How am I responding? And see, the word is working on our responses. Mm, that's good, God. When, when something comes up in our lives or somebody ha something happens in our lives, the word is working on how we respond. See, it used to be a time we would respond in the flesh or with carnal nature. We would tell them off or give them a piece of our mind. But now we got peace that passes all understanding. That means that when they say something, we're not moved by what they say. We're more moved by the word of God. And so we respond in a way that is godly and, a, and not in a way that is ungodly, not out of flesh, not carnal, carnal nature. And that's an example of the word working in us. And if we're honest with ourselves, we know it's God's word that came and gave us understanding at a time where we're about to give up and give in. I've been guilty. I'm about to give it up and give it in. But the word came and said, hey, Dobbs, you know better than this because you're a faith walker. You walk by faith and not by sight. I know the sight looked bad. I know it looked like you're not going to make it. But God says that you're an overcomer. You're overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of my testimony. I said, God, you must be working on me right now because I don't even feel like I got, I'm an overcomer. I feel like I'm defeated. I feel like I'm going to quit. I feel like I'm going to throw in the towel. But God, see, despite your circumstances, he works beyond your circumstances. And so he gives us a word maybe on faith. He says, you walk, we walk by faith and not by sight. You, you're going through a situation where you need to forgive because forgiveness is where you release others from what, you're, what they're dealing with. We got to release them so we can be released. We also realize there's life in his word. His word is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts the carrier as well as the hearer. And see, the word works for us, but it works in us even the more. You ever notice that sometimes God doesn't even get concerned about the people around you? He's always concerned about how we respond to the situation that we're in. Thank you, Lord. You can be working on a job and God's work chaos can be going on in your job. And God says you need to respond the right way. You can be going through in your household and God says you need to respond the right way. You can be going through at shopping somewhere and you got to respond the right way. He's not interested in what they're doing. He's interested in how you respond. 
You notice how Jesus handled it when he's getting ready to go? He says, not my will, but your will be done. Because Jesus could have called angels down and he said, hey, remember we told that person, he said, listen, I can call angels down and be done with all of this. That's what he's basically telling them. I can call angels down and, and mess all of you up. But see, I've got to do something here. I've got to go through this because if I don't go through it, they can't have a watch night service in 2022, getting ready to see 2023. I can't, I can't go through it because they, they can't not have their heart's desire if I don't go through what I'm getting ready to go through. They can't they can't say by his stripes I'm healed if I don't go through what I'm getting ready to go through. Jesus went through all of that so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. God loves us so much. And see, that's why he gives us a word. He gives us a word. He gives us a word how to be an effective witness. We must be confident and consistent and have advanced knowledge of God's word and be able to effectively communicate the message of Christ. Where people can have an understanding and make a choice of whether or not they can be, want to be saved or not. We also have traits of the early church. Be on one accord, fellowship, the breaking of bread, simplicity of heart, praising Jesus, inspect the Lord to add daily to the church such as should be saved. The necessity of the Holy Spirit. We need his spirit to empower us and equip us and to give us the victory as we, and he's also our ongoing teacher. Lord God, teach us tonight, Jesus. We need you to teach us, God. And just as the Holy Spirit stirred us to become solid in our faith as faith walkers, he is still stirring and directing us directing us as we close 22 and begin to seek his guidance in 2023. See, God knew for 2022 we would need to be faith walkers. He said, you know what? You're going to need to walk by faith and not by sight. And you know, God did not lie because it was so, I can testify to the fact that I needed to be a faith walker in 2022. I needed to walk by faith and not by sight because what I saw almost messed me up. Mm. Oh, what I saw almost messed me up. Let me tell you something. When I went in that, in that um, building the other day and that water, water's running everywhere, I remember when I was, I was on my way to the building. I said, and the Lord, I knew it had to be the Lord to leave me there because I said, Lord, I'm ready to go home because it's Christmas Day. I'm ready to go get in my pajamas and go watch TV and, and, and look at my family. And they look at me and now we all eat cookies together or something like that. <laughs> but I remember... I was listening to Bishop, on, uh, Bishop, my, my pastor, before I went in there, and I heard him say before I got out the car, all things work for your good because you love God and called according to his purpose. I turned it off right there. I said, Lord, you, it's a setup, ain't it? <laughs> Y'all don't know about that, do you? It, it's a setup. It's a setup because what I saw went, didn't make me happy. Are you following me? What I saw, if, I, if I'd have been in the flesh, I'd have been mad. And, and when I called the city and they didn't show up, I'd have been mad trying to cuss everybody out. And what's bad about it, you can actually see their building from our building. <laughs> and nobody showed up. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. Woo. And I said, Lord, I must be saved today because, you know, I passed this test. Never been another day. Well, you know, Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit knows how to work with us. He knows what you need. He, he said, all oh, things working to my good. So it's going to work for my good. And like I told y'all when I got up here, this is a good week, y'all. This is a good week. It can continue to be a good, 
2022 is a good year, and 2023 is going to be a good year, too. How many agree that 2023 is going to be a good year? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. I don't go look doom and gloom. I'm supposed to talk about, I can't wait to 2022 over. Well, you still break, taking two. Oh, Lord, let me get out of that. You got to look at things by faith and not by what you see. We continue to be faith walkers the rest of our life. Let me say this to you before I even move on to 2023 theme. You will never stop being a faith walker. You will never stop being a faith walker. Never stop being a faith. You will always be some uh, believer who walks by faith and not by sight. You all, that will, part, that will be a part of your DNA, your spiritual DNA. This will always be a part of your life. Even when we go into our next theme, it's still going to be talking about, oh, I'm a faith walker. In March, you're going to be a faith walker. In July, you're going to be a faith walker. In August, you're going to be a faith walker. Now, you may not be thinking about it, but because this is in your spirit now, you're going to be a faith walker. That's why the Holy Spirit knows what we need and when we need it. He is our ultimate teacher and influencer. Let's go to John 16 and 13. Show you how the Holy Spirit teaches us and guides us, continue to teach and guide us into all truth. He knows what we need, when we need it, and how we need it. Thank you, Lord, for telling me how I need it. Because if not, see, if not, you'll react in an ungodly way. But that's why we have John 16 and 13. Let me read it to you. However, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Again, however, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he's going to guide us. How do you know truth is there? Because I'm being guided, I'm being directed, and I'm being taught the right way. Even what I may not agree with everything, I still know I'm being taught the right way. I'm still getting a word that's helping me in my circumstance and in my situation. Because it's truth. Truth says it's true no matter what comes up. It's true no matter what happens in my life. It's truth. For he should not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he's going to show me things to come. He's going to make known to me what's about to happen in my life. He's going to announce to me what's about to take place in my life. Again, he doesn't show you everything, but he gives you enough so you'll respond the right way. He gives you enough. He'll give you a scripture like he gave me, and he'll say, hey, now either you're going to respond to the scripture or you're going to respond in your flesh. That's a choice we make every day. Something going to come up in your life probably in the next week or two, and you have to make a choice. Do I respond with the scriptures or do I respond in my carnal desire? And y'all know how your carnal nature is. You don't want to respond now. I'm just going to put it up to you. Do uh, what Joshua said. Hey, as for me and my house, we, we choose to serve the Lord. We choose. That's a choice we make. I, we choose to make our house God's house. We choose to do it God's way. It's a choice we make because God will not force you to do anything. He gives us a choice. I appreciate the choice. Thank you for giving me a choice because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And the Holy Spirit operates in truth. And truth comes in our life with 
purpose. And truth makes us free. Free. John 8 and 32. Let's go there. John chapter 8 and verse 32. And ye shall know the truth. And the truth, the truth, notice, and the truth shall make, I'm going to use you, us free. Us free. And ye shall know. You, when I say you're going to know, you're going to understand truth. You're going to un understand truth. What is it saying there? Previously, you didn't understand it. But because of the Holy Spirit, now you're going to understand it. I thank you, God, for teaching me truth. I thank you, Father, for not only teaching me truth, but having me having knowledge of truth. And truth is what is true as it pertains to God. What is true in any matter in consideration. And that truth that I know that comes from God is going to make or set me or deliver me so I'm free. Remember, it's free. It's not free to do what you want to do. Free is I'm no longer under dominion or the control of sin. I'm no longer under the control of sin. Because if you look at the natural definition of, of freedom, you would think that you're free to just do whatever you want to do. When you want to do it, how you want to do it. And let me tell you something, that's not reality. That is not reality. Free, in this particular case, I'm in a position I can obey God. Very simple. I know it's simple, but it's still profound. In other words, when I'm free, I can praise God because I'm free. I can give because I'm free. I can love you because I'm free. I can love your neighbor because I'm free. I can witness because I'm free. Why? I'm free to obey God in whatever area he tells me to obey in. And see, when you're under control or dominion of sin, you can't obey God. Even though you can do whatever you want to do, you still can't obey God because you're under the dominion or control of sin. Now, because the Holy Spirit has been and continues to lead and guide us into all truth, many of us can say that things that used to dominate our thinking no longer does. That's freedom right there. Because, see, you can be laying up in the middle of the night, all the dark, as dark as dark can be, only light you got is your nightlight, and still can't sleep because of your, your mind is under dominion or controlled by something else. You can be in a situation where uh, people can cause you to miss the mark, but because you're free from them, you don't, they don't cause you to miss the mark no more. Oh, you, now listen, there's some people that come up in your life. You know when you're under, listen, it's sad, and I know it's true because I've been guilty of this too. It's sad when other people cause you to sin. Oh, y'all missed that, Dean. They got so much control over you, they can say certain things, and yet it has set you off. And they know what they're doing because well, the enemy knows what he's doing. The enemy knows what he's doing because he knows. If I say this right here, they're going to get mad. No, they, oh, I say this right here, they're going to start throwing stuff. You know, some people, they be in the corner. Listen, I'm going to say it. I'm going to film it over here on the side over here. And we're going to put it on TikTok when it's done, okay? I'm going to get a reaction out of you. Hey! Y'all remember the uh, crazy uh, things? Uh, the crazy TikToks people used to do, and they, and they would have their parents, uh, uh, the dad be sitting in the corner, the dad be sitting in the corner, and then they'll say, 
and they'll start saying something to the mama. Hey, mama, I ain't going to do what you tell me to do no more. To get a reaction out of their dad. They're going to mess up one day and get the wrong one out there. Because <laughs> they know that certain things will get you what? A reaction. They get a reaction out of you. And they don't want, you don't want to have an ungodly response. We don't want ungodly response. We want godly responses. And see, they know they have control of you. They know certain things that, that said to you can, can have an effect on your life. That means you're under their control. And so now you're saying no longer. You can say anything you want to. I'm free from that. I'm free from that. I am free from that. You can talk all that mess you want to. Talking about Christians or, and pastors ain't, uh, ain't about nothing. I'm free from all that. I ain't going to hell for nobody. Thank y'all for the four-way man. I ain't going to hell for nobody. You can't take me down that pathway. No, it used to. Oh, yeah, man, I get mad and upset. No, you ain't going to make me mad and upset no more. Because no longer under that dominion. No longer under that control. Situations that used to cause us to stray from God's word and his way of doing things no longer does. But let me give you a warning. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Let me warn you. Don't take that for granted. Don't take it for granted and get lazy in your spiritual walk. You, yeah, you're no longer under control of that, but you can let it slip and get back under that control. I've seen it happen more than one time. Person got free from alcohol, born again. And all of a sudden, they stopped doing what they're supposed to do and got back, start, look, took a little sip. It ain't going to hurt. Take a little sip. It ain't going to hurt if I take a little. It ain't going to hurt if I take a little. It ain't going to hurt if I take a little bit. And they took that little bit and got hooked. Something that small can control somebody. Something that small can cause people to steal from their grandmama. Something that small will steal. They'll take their rent money and buy something with it. Something that small can control people just like that. So don't take it for granted. Well, I've been delivered from. I ain't going back no more. Well, you better keep on praying. You better keep on studying that word. You better keep on fasting. You better keep on. You, listen, you better keep on. Because the devil will wait 10 years and bring it back up in your life. The devil wait 15 years what you've been delivered from and will bring it back up in your life. Because he remember what you used to do. He remember how you failed. He remember what your drink was. He remember how you liked your drink. And he remember how you liked it too. He can bring it back up 15 years later. You've been delivered 15 years. You'll say, I'm, a, I'm the devil's boss. But you ain't prayed. You ain't studying. He just said, I'm setting them up. I'm setting up. They ain't praying. They ain't studying. Skipping church. Skip, well, I can go every other week. I'm all right the way I am. Just reeling them in. Just a study little thing. I got them. No, oh, they don't even know I got them. I ain't going to pull yet. I ain't going to jerk it yet. I'm going to keep on pulling. I'm going to keep on. And just slowly bringing them back in. Getting lazy. Getting late. There. I'm all right the way I am. Oh, I, I ain't got them. I can just read the Bible once a month. I'll be all right. I can, I can just come, I can go to Wednesday night Bible study once a year, and I'll be all right. I can go, oh, oh, oh. 
No, it's just one little small stuff like that. And the enemy will constantly pull people away from there what they used to be delivered from. And next thing they know, they're in that trap again. In that trap again. In that trap again. I remember, I remember when I, we were doing prison ministry. I've told you a story before. I'm going to tell you this one more time. One thing I want to remember, I, I never forgot what this man told me. He said, I used to be where you are right now. I will go into the prison ministry and minister to people about getting off drugs. And here I am in prison because I did drugs. Let me tell you something. The devil come to steal, he come to kill, and he come to destroy. And he don't care who he get. He'll destroy a whole family based off of that. Destroy a whole family. Listen, he'll have children not have any food on the table supporting a drug habit. He come to steal, he come to kill, and he come to destroy. You can't get lazy in your spiritual walk. You know, some people, they ain't doing nothing on Sunday, but they'll miss Sunday. Some people, what they're doing on Wednesday night, all they would do is just put a little more effort in. They could be here on Wednesday night. But no, I just be. Let me tell you something. The devil come to steal, he come to kill, and he come to destroy. That's why I believe this in 2023 theme is so important to us as believers. It's so important to us. Let me get back. I'm sorry. I just felt led to say, talk to you about that just for a moment. In 2022, has constantly released truth in our lives. Because of our growth in spiritual and natural matters, I believe that the truth we heard and apply, uh, when we apply our faith, it calls it to increase. We find ourselves, we found ourselves adjusting, adapting, and aligning to God's written and revealed word as faith walkers. Why? Because truth will cause us to change. Our theme scripture in 2022, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, taught us a lot about ourselves and how we need to make changes in our spiritual and natural walk if we're going to be bona fide faith walkers. Remember 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, for we walk by faith, not by... Remember, when we're walking, we're making progress, we're regulating our life by what? God's written and revealed word. We're making our decisions based on his word. We're thinking based upon his word. We're acting based upon his word and not by external or outward appearances. See, change is necessary if we're going to be seen. Excuse me. Change is necessary because we see that things in the natural are just temporary. Things in the natural are temporary. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. They are for a season. They are only for a while. But the things which are not seen are eternal. They will not end. They never cease. And because we are faith walkers, it challenges us to look at our spiritual journey to see whether or not 
We were making decisions based on the written and revealed word of God or based on what we're seeing or desire to see. Some of us can reflect now and ask ourselves, did I really hear and apply God's word or did I make decisions based on my personal desires? What I want rather than what God wanted for me. And did I, did I, did I take God's approach or my approach? And this is what I I wrote down because this is personal to me right here. You can take scripture and still miss it. Because you just want something so bad, you put a word on something, but it really, you ain't rightly divided. That's why the Holy Spirit is so necessary to help you rightly divide the word of truth. Because if not, you'll be putting scripture on stuff and nothing's happening and you're frustrated and you're angry and you wonder why it's not working because you didn't rightly divide it. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. And there are times when I, when I did it my way, but there are times I did it his way too. There are times when my thinking, talking, and actions reflected Christ in the times when it didn't. There are times when my thoughts and conversations did not reflect or resemble Jesus because I did it my way. And at times, my way brought about fear, anxiety, and frustration rather than faith. But sometimes you're walking by faith and you can't get frustrated because it's not happening as fast as you want it to. Oh, gosh, I ain't got two people that, that, that asked God to do something and it didn't happen as fast as you wanted to. Yeah. And you didn't get a little frustrated and, and you were giving, but you didn't see your harvest as fast as you wanted it. And, and, uh, you were praying and you asking God to do this, that, and the other, but it wasn't happening as fast as you wanted to. Oh, that's why we need the Holy Spirit, y'all. We need the Holy Spirit to help us through those times so we can discern whose will we're going in. At times, we, excuse me, I've allowed others to influence me in my decision-making. I adjusted my actions to please them more than please God. 2022 has taught me a lot about me, myself, and those around me. That I can be influenced sometimes more by others than I can the Holy Spirit. Large because... The things I want, and I don't give them as fast as I want. Things I desire, I don't give them as fast as I want them. The things that my carnal nature or fleshly desires feel, it feels good and I want it, but I know it ain't godly. We know that our carnal nature is part of me that's not influenced by the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Romans 7 and 21. Romans 7 and 21. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Can I share something with you? Don't get mad when I share this with you. You know when you do good, evil going to be right around there waiting for you, right? Why are you mad when evil show up? When you know when you do good, evil going to be right there. Why, why are you mad? I can't, I'm doing good. And now, evil right there. That's what scripture says. And he said, this is uh, a law. That when you do good, when you do good, evil 
is present. And I like what Paul said, with me. So when one do good, evil not far away. So you're doing good, and you think everybody's going to be happy. But evil sitting right there. That's what the Bible say. That's what the Bible say. In fact, let's go, let's go, look at the scripture a little closer. Let's go fat, in fact, Romans 7, we'll start at verse 19. Play, pay attention to this one because this, this is a good one right here. This right here gets you saved all over again. Romans chapter 7, starting at verse 19. For the good that I will do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. I'm guilty of, of that too, Paul. I'm trying to do good, but I'm practicing evil. <laughs> Paul, I understand. Notice how he, how he puts it, though. He says, for the good that I will do, I do not do. I know to do good, but I'm not doing it. But the evil, I said I'm not going to do, I'm practicing that. I got to repent. Verse 20. Now, if I do what I will not to do, is it no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me? Yeah, Paul, that's what it is. I agree with that, too. When you start to do practice evil or wrong, that's sin. Verse 21. I find in the law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. Now, my inward man, the spiritual man, desires God's word. But I see another law in my members. You know what it's doing? It's warring. Notice he said, not even a small struggle, but warring. You never, excuse me, you never start to pray and there's been a war to pray? You got up Monday through Saturday, good. Sunday morning, and it's hit the snooze button 12 times. You start to give, and boy, you, you sell, you got money, you found money, you'll find money on the floor. Come give tithes and offering, where did money go? You start to witness, and, you, and you're witnessing, you're going to witness. And the enemy talking about, they ain't going to listen to you. They ain't going to listen to you. Why you talk to them? They mean Sometimes the enemy will start playing with your mind even before you say something to him. Even before you say, hey, you know, you know if you say something to him, they'll get mad at you. You start talking about Jesus, you know how they are. They're atheists. They're going to cuss you out too. And you, and you can't cuss them back out like you used to. You can't do that no more. You can't respond the way you used to respond. You start to witness. Even before you start witnessing, the enemy starts playing with your mind. And sometimes he'll talk you out of it. You ain't even said, you ain't even said nothing yet. You could be sitting in the line and the Holy Spirit say, say hey to him. Just say hey. You ain't got to go in nothing deep. Just say hey. And then I'll tell you what to say after that. I ain't going to say nothing to them. I know 12 people in line. We're going to be here a minute. And, that, that, and somebody got to get a price check up there. And you stand in line. You might always have a conversation with them. You might always talk to them. You might always just have a conversation, and, and, the, and the enemy will say, look at your phone. Just, just look at your phone. Don't look up. Just look at your phone. Check your message. Don't look at him. Just don't look at him. Before you even say anything to him, the enemy has talked you out of, out of talking to him. You ready to do good, evil is sitting right there. 
and you'll miss the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. God will tell you, buy that person's food. I ain't buying their food. Who bought my food? He said, buy the food. Buy the food. I didn't ask you all that. I said, buy their food. Pay for their grocery. What do you mean pay for their grocery? Who paid for my grocery? That man got a hundred, two hundred dollars growth. I don't know what he got in there, Lord. You talk yourself out of it even before you even get started good. Because you start to do good, evil is sitting right there. Right there talking to you. Hey, hey, let me say this to you. You can rebuke the devil from here to Jesus come back. When you do good, evil going to be right there. You know why I said Because it's a law. He says it's a law. I can tell you, you're going to do good. Some of y'all going to do good in 2023. You're going to do real good. When you do good, just remember. Evil right there. Evil right there trying to talk you out of obeying God. And that's what Paul said. I got a war going on. Notice the war wasn't going on out there. The war was going on in his mind. In his mind. In his mind. And then he goes on to say, I found a law that he was present with me, the one who wills to do good. Verse 22, for I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind. Notice it's in your mind that you got to fight it. It's in your mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. There's a lot going on right there. Verse 24, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Christ Jesus our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. Notice it says, with the mind, I serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Notice this is why we need the mind of Christ. Because if you get the mind of the, the, get the flesh going on, you'll serve that. But let me say this to you. You can't, and don't take this the wrong way. You can't, if you're really going to progress and do well with this, you got to renew your mind with the word of God. You got to renew your mind with the word of God. Listen, I love you. I appreciate you. I think you're great. One thing I know in 2023, just like in 2022, 2021, and 2020, we got to renew our mind with the word of God. You know what? I like what Paul said in Romans 12. Listen, you got to prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. You got to know the word. You got to know the word. Now, you're going to serve him, right? Yeah, you're going to serve him. Nothing wrong with serving him, but you got to serve him. Notice what he said, with your mind. With your mind, you got to serve him. You got to serve God with your mind. Glory be to God. So therefore, it brings me to our theme for 2023. A Christ-minded church. A Christ-minded church. A Christ-minded church. 
Woo, thank God for a Christ-minded church. Let's look at this real quickly. Let's go to uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 1. Philippians chapter 1, verse 1. Let's look at, first of all, Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who in Philippi with the bishops and the dinkins. Notice that he called the believers in the church of Philippi saints, holy, set aside, morally blameless in Christ. So notice the individuals in the church were holy. First Peter chapter 1, verse 15 and 16 reads as follows. But as he which call you is holy, so be holy in all manner of conversation. Another word for conversation is lifestyle. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. My lifestyle is I make a choice to be holy. Notice there it says be holy. You make a decision to be holy. Nobody, I can't pray it on you. You got to make that decision. You have to make that decision. You're going to be holy. You're going to be holy. Reminds me of the time when John and Nicodemus, excuse me, Nicodemus had a conversation with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the book of John chapter 3. Remember, Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews. He did things the way the Jews done it. And he said, you must be born again. In other words, you got to start. I know you've been doing it one way, but you got to change and do it my way. And this is one thing I'm looking at as we look at this text is that we have to change and start to do it his way. When we do it his way, we can do what Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 says. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind, let this thinking, let this way of doing things be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, our Savior, our Redeemer, the Anointed One. See, I've got to let this mind. And see, our mind is when we generate or produce thoughts, feelings, ideas, opinions. We have wisdom as well as knowledge. We have to let that mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus. I want his opinions. I want his thoughts. I want his way of doing things. I want his opinion about my marriage. I want his opinion about my single life. I want his idea, his thoughts and feelings about my prayer life. I want, I want to learn how to worship from him. I want the mind of Christ. In order for that to take place, I got to let something happen. Notice the first word, three words in that particular text, let. Let means I go, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to grant permission for something to happen. If you don't let, then you can't have the mind of Christ. Because God will not force his way in. He's not going to force you to get the mind of Christ. You got to let. Give him permission. Give him access. Allow him to come into our lives to have the mind of Christ. And see, I believe that we let, oh God, we, we let him come in. 
If we let him come into our lives, I believe that the Lord will point us and give us a Christ-minded church. In other words, not only a Christ-minded church, but we have Christ-minded workers in the church, Christ-minded ushers, Christ-minded musicians, Christ-minded armor bearers, Christ-minded ministers, Christ-minded youth. When we let, because we're going to have to let. We cannot just say, hey, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm, I know he want me to be Christ-minded, but I'm just going to wait till he, he do it for me. No, it's a choice you got to make. It's a choice you have to make to, be, to let him come in, to let him change the way you think. And when, when we do that, I believe, and I truly believe, as we allow this to happen, we let Christ come into our life. We'll not only be Christ-minded members, but we're Christ-minded husbands, Christ-minded wives, Christ-minded single people, Christ-minded workers, Christ-minded business people, Christ-minded students. And then we'll come together and be Christ-minded musicians and worshipers and intercessors and witnesses and people who give who are Christ-minded and people who will pray there to be Christ-minded. Isn't it wonderful to know that you can be Christ-minded, though? You know, one thing I thought about this was so special to me is this, that I want to be Christ-minded. And when I thought about this, I thought about from this standpoint. I'm about to close. I thought about from this standpoint. I can choose to change in any way I want to. But you got to make up your mind, I'm going to let Christ change me. If I'm going to be Christ-minded, I got to let Christ change me into who he wants me to be. You do that, we come together and be a Christ-minded church. We pray that you have been blessed and inspired by today's message. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your prayer requests and testimonies to our website at occvr.org. That's occvr.org. We would like to invite you to partner with us as we share the gospel all around the world. Just go to our website at occvr.org. Click on the Give button to give online, or you can utilize text to give Text GIVE to the number 770-692-2225. That's 770-692-2225. Join us on our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, and connect with us on social media. We also invite you to join us in a live service. We're located at 3097 South Van Wert Road in Villarica, Georgia. Visit our website for more details at occvr.org. Until next time, remember, without a vision, the people perish. See you next time for more Heaven Bound with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia.